Hello, folks, and welcome back to a new episode of High Rolling Bets. That's right, we're giving you back-to-back episodes, and uh, usually I'd keep this thing rolling about once a week, uh, but this podcast, I think, should have been the first podcast, uh, but since we kind of skipped over this one called Sports Betting for Dummies, I want to go ahead and dig into this. Uh, Maybe if you're new to gambling or new to sports betting, you want to get into sports betting, uh, this is the podcast for you. Uh, We're going to give you the ins and outs, uh, how to bet, what to know about your bets, and some personal tips from me, myself, the betting guru. Um, So yeah, let's get this thing going. All right, so last show, I kind of dug in a little deeper than I should have. I started saying things like, minus 238 and weird stuff like that and you might wonder what the heck I'm talking about Uh, so this show I'm going to specifically talk about how to make a bet uh, what kind of bets you can make and what all these numbers mean I mean if you log into your your betting account you're going to see a lot of numbers a lot of pluses and minuses and things you might not know and so this podcast is made just for you and we're going to dig all into it Uh, this will be the condensed version the sports betting for dummies. And so let's go right on into it. Um, first, let's start with how to make a bet. And so people ask me all the time, you know, how'd you, how'd you get into it? What website do you use? And so, like I said, I'm not here to endorse any website in particular, uh, but I will say Bovada might be the most popular one to use. Bovada has a very nice layout uh, on the desktop as well as your phone. Um, it's not really an app, so uh, you have to kind of make it a bookmark. So what I do is I add it to my home screen, and I treat it like an app when I pull it up and stuff like that. It's got a very nice layout, like I said. Uh, everything's easy to use and click on and everything to ma- navigate and stuff like that. Uh, Bovada will give you a check when you're ready to cash out, and which you can then uh, cash in um, at different banks and even Walmart stuff like that. Uh, Another site I used was sportsbetting.ag and uh, sportsbetting.ag has a a cash out option called MoneyGram in which uh, the bookie will send you the money through MoneyGram and you pick that up at Walmart as well. And so that's cash given to you straight from the Walmart cashier at uh, the money center. Uh, Certain Walmarts have money centers, certain ones don't. So you have to look that up. Uh, But a weird thing about it is you have to put money into the account. So uh, one thing I used to do was buy those little um, prepaid gift cards. And uh, the thing about that, it's a good idea to do that because uh, you're not using your actual debit card, uh, but they didn't always work. So I got lucky uh, one or two times it worked. And then one time I bought one and it didn't work. And so I had to use my debit card. Uh, but I will say, from first-hand experience, I have not been hacked, <laughs> uh, so I guess that's kind of your own risk to do that. Uh, and so what these numbers mean in the money line, uh, meaning money line as in I'm going to bet on this team to win or this team to lose, you're saying minus 228, I'll take that bet. I'm going to bet $228 to win $100 or 228 to win one plus 197 or whatever it may be. You're saying I'll bet a dollar to win 197 or 100 to win 197 dollars, and so closer to the even the better. 
so it's tough. It's tough out there. So don't get down on yourself. Just know what these numbers mean. Moving on, that's the money line. Here's what a spread is. So a spread is sort of like a money line, but not really at all. Uh, so a money line, you're betting on a team to win or lose. Uh, doesn't matter how many points they score. Doesn't matter if they win by one. If they win because of a pass interference that wasn't called at the end of the game. None of that matters in a money line. That's why it's my favorite bet to bet on uh, because you don't have to worry about if a team's going to cover a spread. And so what I mean by cover the spread, you see these other numbers here, right? To the right of the money line are the spreads in most cases. And it'll say uh, Dodgers minus 1.5. So instead of betting your $300 to win $100 for the Dodgers to win, you could say, okay, the Dodgers are going to win by 1.5 or more. They're going to win by two runs or more because you can't score half a run. And uh, like I said, you know, bookies will put that 0.5 just so there's no push. And uh, that will be a much more profitable bet uh, because those those spread bets are pretty much even, uh, like just about even, you know, minus 115, so 115 to win one. Uh, versus three to win one. Uh, but, you you know, I don't really like spread bets because, you know, who's to say they only win by by one run or they're going to win by eight runs? You just never know. So that's kind of a weird bet for me. But the other side of the spread bets are the pluses. And so a plus spread bet can be a very smart and safe bet. So plus 1.5 for the Giants. That means they have to lose by one run or win the game. So say you're unsure about a team, you really want to bet on a team, they're the underdog, and you're like, you know, it's going to be a close game. They might not win, but it's going to be a close game. Okay, you can bet on that. So as a Panthers and a Hornets fan, you know, those teams, they're always breaking my heart because they play a game very well. For, for what they are, and it comes down to the last couple minutes, and they just blow it at the end, right? You know, if you're from North Carolina, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, just off the top of my head, Panthers at Packers last year, and it came down to, like, I think it was the last yard. It was, like, one yard to score and to win, and um, poor Christian McCaffrey just couldn't get that one more yard. He puts the team on his back every single game, uh, but... You know, for that game in particular, I don't remember the line on that one, but uh, let's just say the Panthers, their spread was minus seven. So they projected the Packers to win by a touchdown. I think the Panthers might have still covered their spread based on they were plus seven and Packers were minus seven. So say the Panthers lost by four points and going into the game, they were plus seven. So they lost by seven points or less. And that's a win for you. So instead of betting the money line on the Panthers, um, I could have betted the spread and won versus the money line and lost. But the money line is so tempting, though. I've always said to people, you know, I'm a sucker for that plus money. And what that means is the underdog is the plus money. Uh, so for a money line situation, they might have been plus 300. So reverse to 300 here, you bet 100 to win 300 or a dollar to win $3. And so that can be very tempting, especially if you're a fan of the team 
and you're like, oh, yeah, we can win this game. And um, that can get you in some trouble. Uh, but college basketball, for instance, uh, was a wacky, wacky year. Ask any college basketball fan. There was an upset every single game or every single day, I should say. There was a new number one team uh, every week for like 10 weeks. And you can look that up. It was like 10 straight different number one teams because they kept losing to the underdogs. And so when that trend was happening, uh, it was smart of me to take a a home team that was an underdog here and there uh, just to see if I can win one. Like a bet I should have made as a Wake Forest fan, uh, Wake Forest playing Duke, one of the last games of the year, and it was in Winston-Salem. Wake always plays well at home, as I know, but I was too scared to make the bet. Uh, Wake Forest plus 500 to beat Duke. So that would have been a dollar to win five dollars, five bucks to win 25. Uh, but I was too scared to make the bet. Uh, but anyways, the game went into overtime. So I ended up making a live bet. And a live bet is a bet you can make during the game. And so you can't do it while the play is in progress. Uh, it's kind of unfair to do that. So what they do is they open it up for you to, to live bet during commercial breaks, or let's say at halftime is a good time to make a live bet. And of course, those odds are going to change depending on what's going on, who has the ball, who's winning, if a player's injured, you know, there's a lot of analytics that go into it. So I ended up just putting a dollar on Wake Forest to win in overtime to win a dollar. Because at the time, even though Wake's an underdog, they played so well to get to that point to force an overtime, uh, that that's what the odds were, is an even odds. So I won a dollar. <laughs> Could have won like $25, but you know, I was happy for Wake Forest, and so that's kind of what happened in college basketball. There was just some weird stuff going on, and so that's the thing about betting. You know, you can be so sure about something. This happens to me all the time. I can be so sure about a bet, and that's the bet that loses, and then the wild card bet I made uh, to go along with it, that's the one that wins, the one I was expecting to lose. So that's kind of what happens, but. Let's keep on going here. There's a lot more stuff to talk about here. Uh, so that's the spread. We've done the money line, a live bet. And so now let's talk about over-under. And over-under is a term that's used uh, for the spread as well. But in this case, when they say over-under on your betting site, they mean total score. So you add the two scores together. And uh, if it's you're going to bet if that number, what they're projecting, is going to go over or under, meaning... Uh, the, say, uh, Texans-Chiefs games, week one. That's the NFL kickoff game on Thursday night. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I could assume it'd be something like 55 points. Let's say it's 55 points because both teams have a really good offense. They think that Vegas thinks that it's going to be a high-scoring game. And so you can say, you know what, I agree with that. I think they're going to score even more points. So I'm going to take the over. The final score is going to be 35 to 30. You don't have to say, you don't have to bet exactly what the score is going to be. <laughs> but you can say, I, I think it'll be something like that. And that's going to be well over their projection. Or you can say, oh, that's too high. I, they're not going to score that many points. And you can pick the under. And so that's an even bet as well, 5 to 1 5, something like that. So you can also bet these same over unders on a specific team score. So you could say, the Chiefs will score more than 28 points. That's I'm putting my over on the Chiefs scoring more than 28 points, or you could say lower. Uh, the Chiefs, are, they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose, but I'm not going to bet for them to lose. So I'm going to say they're going to score less than 28 points. 
And so that's a good bet as well. And so sometimes things like the weather can dictate this. You know, uh, New England Patriots, they're notorious for playing in bad weather games. And so, you know, if it's raining and it's cold, quarterbacks have a hard time throwing the ball. They're going to run the ball the whole game, waste some clock. And so you can say it's going to be hard for this team to score a lot of points. I'm taking the under on this. I checked the forecast. It's going to rain all night. I'm going with the under. And so an over-under bet, I don't place those a lot. Uh, but as Big Cat from Barstool would say on Twitter, he says it all the time, life's too short not to bet the over, whatever that means. But I will say I've never taken an under bet. I'm o- I've always took an over bet. And I think I'm perfect on those bets. Um, knock on wood, but hopefully that streak continues for me. If I'm unsure about something, like uh, Duke Carolina, the second game, I didn't really know who was going to win that game. Uh, so I just took the over on the total points because both teams can score. Uh, they, can, they can shoot. They can score. And the previous matchup, the game went into double overtime. So the over hit before the first overtime even started. So I was like, I think that might happen again. Uh, something weird would happen. And here I was counting each, each basket. You don't need to do that. It can drive you insane. Uh, but by, I think there was like six minutes left of the game, the over hit for me. So I didn't have to wait for the last, the last bucket to go in. Uh, so that's a, that's a, I say it's a safe bet, but you don't really need to be making those bets all the time. I think it's a bet to make if for like a Chiefs-Texans matchup where there is some high-powered offenses. It's a good idea to maybe place an over bet. And it's a good way to make a bet if you if you want to bet on the game and you don't want to take a team to win or lose, you can kind of just cheer for scoring, which is always fun. It's always fun just to say, yeah, he scored uh, for both sides. More bets to come. We've got player props. And player props kind of are like fantasy fantasy sports. So, you know, like fantasy football, you, you draft your players with your friends and you play each other. Uh, based and the stats from the real games come into effect uh, the scoring for each side and so a reason why I play fantasy sports I mean not only is it fun to play against your friends but it's a way for me to keep up with what's going on in the sport so I've played foot fantasy football for past five years or so and I just recently got into fantasy baseball and basketball the past two years and so really the reason why I play fantasy basketball and baseball they're not as popular as football. I play them because I would draft players that I on teams that I like to bet on. So like Ronald Acuna Jr., of course, from the Braves, and say Luka Doncic from the Mavericks. Those might be my two favorite athletes uh, in the world right now. But I will have those guys on my team, and I just keep track of what they're doing based on their fantasy scores each day. And that's how I know... You know, how, what's, what, what are they going to do? What are they projected to, to score this week or stuff like that? And so you can actually bet on a player. So that's what's cool about sports betting. You don't have to pick a team every time. You can pick the score. You can pick a player. And so what I mean by picking a player, so a lot of common ones are for basketball. You can bet on a guy like LeBron James, and you can bet if he's going to score more or less than 27 points tonight. Or you could say point, there's a one that's points, rebounds, and assists. 
So you're combining all three stats into one number, and you're betting the over or under on that number. And so uh, a guy like Damian Lillard, uh, he went on a stretch this past season. He was averaging 45 points a game or so. It was somewhere like – it was something crazy like that in the 40s for five games in a row. And uh, I noticed it happening, and I betted on him the last game that he did that. Uh, so I was like, you know, I got my money in one time, and I got out. I was like, I'm not going to do it again. And so that's something that I do is I might bet a team like two games in a row – Say the Braves win two games in a row, and so I'm happy. I got my money. My team's winning. But then that third game, I'm like, I'm not going to bet on the third game. They might not win three in a row. And uh, I was to be safe, you know, I'd be like, I take my money and run. That's my saying. I take my money and run uh, because I don't want any part of a bad beat or to lose the money I just won uh, based on that. So player props are fun. Fantasy sports are fun. Uh, so DraftKings has an app where you can – you can bet on games and stuff. They also have a fantasy app, and that's a popular one because you can join a fantasy league in which you would usually just play for fun with your friends, but on DraftKings and FanDuel, you draft your players and you bet each week uh, based on your fantasy players. So it's kind of like fantasy fantasy football for money, uh, which I'm looking forward to doing that whenever that's uh, a thing in North Carolina. Uh, some more bets. There's some weird bets. There's like heads and tails. So you can literally bet, will the coin flip be a heads or a tails? <laughs> I've never done that. I thought about it for the Super Bowl, but I was too scared to do it. And thank God, because I told everyone I was going to bet heads. And luckily, I didn't make the bet because it was tails. <laughs> and uh, you can, that's just a 50-50 chance right there. And that's, that's gambling at its finest right there. Uh, but anyways, there's you can also bet on stuff like how long the national anthem will go, uh, if it's going to be over or under a minute 30, you know. You can bet on the Gatorade color that's going to be poured on the winning coach at the Super Bowl. These are just some bets I saw. I was just to be have some fun. I was just looking at some weird bets uh, for the Super Bowl, and those are tailored maybe for an NFL fan who just is there for the Super Bowl party. You know, you're just there to have fun. And uh, so just take a look at those. There's some weird ones out there, like uh, what color will President Trump, what color will his tie be at the game? It's always red. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. He's going to wear a red tie. Go ahead and make your bet on that. <laughs> Moving along here, uh, one of my favorite bets to make are called future bets. And so during this hiatus, four months without betting on sports, I uh, took a, like $5 or so and... I just placed some bets. I uh, did um, the Panthers to win the NFC South, which I'm going to go ahead and say will probably not happen. And just based on these odds, it probably won't happen. I bet a dollar for them to win, for me to win $30, just in case they win the NFC South. You can bet on a team to win the Super Bowl. You can bet on a player to win MVP, to win Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. There's a lot of different ones. You can bet on like a, the division ones. Um, you know, the Braves to win the NL East, stuff like that. So a future bet you make, you know, far in advance, and you get your money back if you win uh, later on, which is a cool feeling because you can kind of forget about your future bets, and then out of nowhere, you know, your player wins, your team wins, and you get all that money. So I always make a bet on my favorite teams, like uh, the Mavericks. I've got them to win uh, the West. I don't th- they might not win the entire thing, 
and they might not win the West, but a dollar to win $30, they win the West. You know, I'm all here. I'm here for that. And so the next episode, I'll tell you why the Mavericks are my sleeper team in the NBA bubble. Uh, but stay tuned for that. You can also bet on politics and like Grammy awards. So who will win president? Uh, that's kind of a tough one this year, I have to say. Maybe not. The, some depends on who you ask. Uh, but you can bet if Joe Biden or Donald Trump will win the president. You can bet on who will win a Grammy, who will win an ESPY. There's a lot of different ones to do. Uh, but like I tell everyone, you know, just bet on your favorite team. There's no better feeling than betting on your favorite team and they win. And you win some money as well as enjoying the day of your team winning. Uh, so up next, I'm going to give you guys five tips on how to be a successful gambler. And these are tips, really these are rules that I gave myself because I've seen it all, done it all as far as this goes. And I had to lay down some ground rules for myself just to stay alive. So that's up next. All right, so here are your five rules to betting on sports. Keep in mind, this is a very tough thing to do. I do it for fun. It's a hobby to me, but that's why there are very few experts in this business and even fewer people that turn out to be really good at this. Uh, you're lucky to cash out, I'll tell you that. Sometimes it really comes down to luck. Uh, but here's rule number one, know your bet. And what I mean by that is you gotta know exactly what's going on how this team is doing, how the opposing team is doing uh, leading up to the game. Is a team on a win streak or is another team on a losing streak? Um, what kind of stats are they putting up? Are players injured? And so one reason why the NBA is so tough to bet on is because of the entire load management era that's going on right now. So because of an 82 game season, uh, players will opt out to play every single night. You know, players like Kawhi Leonard, and uh, Paul George for the Clippers, you know, they're, they have some health issues, they get sore, they decide to sit out a game. You gotta know that before you place your bet. And that's why I said in the last episode, I like to wait as close to game time as possible to get my bet in uh, because I wanna know injury reports, I wanna know, in this case, COVID cases, that's gonna be a huge thing. Uh, you wanna know is a player not going to play the entire game? Is Giannis going to have another kid? Uh, so know your bet. Know what's going on. Read on it. Read experts' picks. Watch ESPN. There are shows specifically for gambling uh, on Fox Sports and ESPN. Uh, you know, check your team's social media. What's going on? What's going on at practice? The more you know, the better. And so that's why that's rule number one. Know what you're betting. Number two. Take your money and run. I say it all the time. I'm going to take my money and run. Uh, you get lucky with a game here and there. You're like, whoo, I probably should have lost that one. Consider yourself lucky. Take your money and don't bet again the rest of the day. You know, I, I've made some bets before and I've won, say I won all three. A friend texts me, who are you taking tonight? And I say back, I'm taking my money and running, man. I'm not betting anymore. I am perfect for the day. I'm going to just sit back and enjoy this game uh, because at the end of the day, the reason why I got into sports gambling and betting is just for the love of sports. I'm going to watch the games anyway, so I wanted to get my hands on a few things here or there. 
so just remember to enjoy the game and to have some fun. Number three, if you're unsure, if you can't make your mind up about it, just stay away. Stay away, and like I said, enjoy the game. You know, there's been so many times where I've said to myself, I knew I should have shouldn't have made that bet, or I knew I should have picked this team or that team. If you're going to say that, just don't bet on the game. Just don't. Because you can tell your friends after it, you know, I knew I should have bet on this one or that one, that's fine. But if you're unsure about it, it's better just to stay away because there are other bets you can make that you feel better about than the ones that you're unsure about. Number four, take a break. And I say that because you can get on a losing streak and you just need to take a break. You just need to take a break and slow it down. Even if you're on a winning streak, take a break. Take your money and run. Don't get too caught up in the everyday betting. I mean, MLB and NBA are about to start around the same time. NBA starts about a week after the MLB season starts. There are going to be plenty of games to bet on. Believe that. Number five, trust your gut. And what I mean by that is don't always take friends' advice. Uh, I've had a friend tell me so many times who they're picking, you know, and I'm like, uh, I'm not going to bet on that game, but you can. And sometimes I've gotten to a rut and I was like, I need a win here. I'll take your bet and I lose. The very next day, he tells me his bets again. And I say, I'm not going to bet on them. You know, I lost because of you yesterday. And well, you know, he wins because I, I didn't bet on it, right? But just trust your gut. If you have an initial thought or an initial reason to bet on a team, go with that reason. Uh, because it's just like when you're taking a test in school, you can circle B, circle B as your choice, and then you erase it and pick D. And then what do you know? B was the right answer, right? That's what always happened to me, at least. So don't get too caught up in this or that or, you know, consider everything in your bet, but go with your gut. And uh, I guess there's more than five rules here. I'm going to go with number six here. Mark your calendar. I say that because if you're unsure about something or if you're a little uneasy about it, just look at the schedule. I do this all the time. I look at the schedule. You know, the Mavs are playing the Lakers. All right, the Lakers are probably going to win. I'm not going to bet on it. And I'm just going to check the schedule. Okay, the Mavs have the Kings, the Bulls, the Thunder, and the Grizzlies coming up next. Two out of those four games, they're going to win for sure. So I'll just hold on to my money and bet on the Mavs in that stretch versus this stretch. Or say the Super Bowl is coming up, okay, a week before the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not going to spend all my money right now in my account. I'm just going to wait for the Super Bowl to happen. I'm going to go ahead and place my bet on the Super Bowl now and let the countdown begin. Let that be my big hurrah in the sports betting week. So mark your calendars, check the schedule, uh, know what's going on, know when there's big games. Uh, the most popular times to bet on games for most people are like primetime games, like Sunday night football, Monday night football. Those are fun games to bet on. Um, I like the daytime games, the 1 o'clock games. Um, it's, I won't say it's a bad idea to bet on a lot of, a lot of games in one day because uh, most of the time you can probably break even or win more than you lost. Uh, but, you know, you don't want to make too many bets and you don't want to have so many bets you can't even keep up with what's going on.
Oh, but speaking of that, I forgot one more thing, and that's a parlay. And so a parlay is you betting that every single one of your picks will happen. And that's why my 15-team parlay, uh, the odds are so crazy. It's a dollar to win $4,000 uh, because the odds of that happening are so low. You can also make a two-team parlay, a three-team parlay, however many you want. You can mix them with different bets, spreads, overs and unders. Uh, those can be fun. You can, you can really make a lot of money doing a parlay. Uh, you can also lose it, though, as well. Uh, it's hard to win a three-team parlay. Anything more than two, it's hard to do because you can win two and lose the other one, and that'd be the reason why you lost your bet. And so you can kind of throw some money away by doing that. Uh, but I got lucky by betting on the Chiefs to beat the Patriots. And I can't remember what the other game was, but it was a two-team parlay. And I uh, I won $100 on one Sunday. So uh, I just took that money out. And uh, that paid for some Christmas gifts. But parlays are fun. Uh, so it's always fun for me to make those crazy parlays because you never know. You never know if it's going to work or not. Uh, but thanks for listening. And I hope you guys... Uh, figured some things out uh, about sports betting and learned a few things. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun coronavirus uh, season, you could say, for all three sports. Hopefully, NFL happens. Uh, they've been procrastinating about protocols and guidelines, safety for their players. Um, but thank goodness the NHL, NBA, and MLB figured it out. Uh, but yeah. NFL, a good sport to bet on because you can kind of figure out who's good or who's bad. Baseball is tough because it's such a long season. This year, however, it's going to be easier to bet on, in my opinion, because of it only being 60 games as opposed to 162 games. So teams can kind of take the day off in the past, but not this year because every single game matters. Uh, same with NBA. You know, they play so much, they don't really – they might take an off night here or there and without you really knowing it. And uh, that can kind of screw you over. But playoff time is always my favorite time to bet. Uh, it's when the stakes are the highest. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. And uh, see you next week.